This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Good evening, welcome to another episode of Hello from the Other Side. Tonight, I welcome back to the show Sam from WD18 Fans Podcast and Fan Channel. How are we doing, Sam? I'm all good, thank you, Ash. How are you? I've been better, but yeah. we're getting there, mate. We're getting there. So, obviously, last time I spoke to you, Sam, um, it was for our um, Hello from the Side Manager special. So, obviously, you gave us the lowdown of what to expect from Cisco Munez and... Um, well, what can I say? That didn't go, go as expected, did it? No, no, no. So I'll, I'll give yeah. you just a brief minute or two to because it's yeah, just just uh, your thoughts on that, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, dif- difficult to watch on uh, as a Watford fan. Um, like I said on the on on the show when we uh, when when Chef Wednesday appointed him, Watford fans really remember Cisco fondly. He's someone who really connected with the fan base even behind closed doors during lockdown. Um, but ultimately, in the Premier League, um, he was just a bit tactically naive. And I think on reflection, a lot of fans, what fans realised that, yes, he's a lovely guy, um, but I think he was probably a bit out of his depth, not just in the Premier League, but at Championship level, even though we got promoted. And I think the warning signs were probably there from minute one uh, at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, like I say, it was difficult to watch as a Watford fan, not just because everyone wanted Cisco to do well, but just because we could see how much he was struggling within himself. He didn't look like himself from the normal, happy, bubbly personality that he normally is. I think that was a an interview I saw doing the rounds of Twitter of him getting absolutely cooked by a Sheffield Wednesday journalist. Um, it was about a five-minute video, um, and it was a really difficult watch. I'm sure that's not the only time that that happened as well with him uh, during his time there. But, yeah, in, I mean, you guys will now probably have the new manager bounce against us, which uh, never never seems to do go well for Watford. But 
yeah, feel really feel for Cisco. Um, and I can't lie as well from the outside. I, I read your owner's club statements and it does seem almost as much of a circus as us, to be honest. Yeah, um, it yeah, we, we all saw the press conference and on the on Cisco's first day and obviously what happened, but hey, oh, that's it. Well, well, I think well, that's enough. That's enough airtime we're going to give to that horror story that's happened in the last 11 league games. Um, it's in the past, and this week, um, we look forward to the clash at Vickery's Road where we have a new man at the helm, so a, a lovely looking German guy. And forgive me, because this is one thing that's going with the Wednesday fans and how to pronounce his name. It's Danny Ruhl, I think. Something like that. I'm sure people all... But that's my best, anyway. Um, so, it's not been the best start for both our teams. Obviously, we've mentioned we, we've been on a pretty... Well, it's it's on record to be the worst start we've ever had as a, as a club. So, two points from 11 games. I mean... You're not doing that much better, are you, Sam? <laughs> no, we're not. I can't remember the exact number of points we are. It must be about eight or nine, I think it is. No, you've done yourself a disjustice there, mate, because mm. I've got the league in front of me. You've got, you've hit double figures. You've got ten. Ten. Just, <laughs> just Dizzy heights. We can only dream of that. At the <laughs> it's um, it's only two wins, and both of them have come at home. One of them was 4-0 on the first day against QPR. We were all in dreamland thinking, wow, what are we watching here? And then since then, it's just gone like that, really, to be honest with you. Um, it's been a chaotic international break, as it always has been at Watford. We've uh, parted ways with our technical director, Ben Manga, uh, who we managed to get from Eintracht Frankfurt last season after they won the Europa League. Everyone was really excited with it, but now we've pretty much put Valerian Ismail in charge of recruitment as well as managing the team. So it's an absolute shambles. But... Yeah, we performances have been a bit weird. Like they started off quite well, even when we weren't getting results, people could see where we were going with it all. Um, and then unfortunately, we lost uh, three. We lost three nil to Leeds about a month ago now, and since then, performance has just gone right down the drain. Lost at home to Middlesbrough, where we were really, really poor. Sunderland away was as poor as I can remember in a while. I think the reality is with a lot of Watford fans uh, is that we're looking in the face of a relegation battle. I don't think we're we're as much in there as you guys are, but but for us at least, it's too early in the season to say it's a six-pointer, but I think yeah. we're looking at the teams in and around us. We have to be winning these sorts of games. With all due respect to Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, with that, what you've just said there, if you'd have changed Watford to Sheffield Wednesday, I think you've just described us as well. So, I mean, it was, the parallels are quite, quite, startling because we've we've just lost in this week our COO Liam Dooley who yes not a technical the football side but he, he has yeah. been doing great things at Sheffield Wednesday um and obviously we've lost the manager which it, it was a it was coming and some at the start of the season I mean I, I always said give him 10 games um the manager is he had 11 and it just we could not see any improvement we, we played uh, Southampton first game on the Friday night. Absolutely got passed out of the park. I think we ended up with something like 23% possession. But we only lost 2-1. Got a goal. They scored in the 84th minute, which Premier League side coming yeah. down. And I yeah, think the, it was the only, I think it was yeah, the only the, game. That, yeah, uh, they had James Ward-Prowse that day as well, didn't Ward they? Ward-Prowse played, yeah. 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 So, yeah. hey-ho, it was virtually a Premier League team. So, there was, there was obviously... Signs that it could be giving them a few more games, but after that, we've just been abysmal, absolutely in 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 every department. The only 
the only highlight, and this is pretty bad, that obviously on the last game, uh, we had our caretaker, Neil Thompson, in charge. And it, it looked steady at the back. His defence looked pretty solid, which we can't say. Um, and he brought a couple of the old guard back. And, and only one of the new signings, 13 players that we signed in summer, started. So he, he, he must have been seeing something there and brought the older players back. Um, but just, just looking here, obviously, you do mirror us in your last five games as well. Exactly the same. Drawn, lost, 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 drawn. Uh, we're both so, so we are. So it is a battle of the shit teams. Sorry, my <laughs> language, but um, it's it's hard. And and for us as Sheffield Wednesday fans, we're going to come to Vicarage Road on Saturday, not knowing what to expect. And I was the the usual questions that I asked them, our guests on this podcast is, what are you going to expect from Sheffield Wednesday? Who are you going to look out for? But us as fans don't know either, so it's hard for me to to obviously ask yourself, Sam. But obviously, you mentioned earlier that the new manager bounce. So it's it's not so much a bounce we need. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it, it's it's a it's a good kick up the arse and a good start for the new manager. So it's it's hard for you, for you to say about. But what what's your what's your thoughts on obviously a new manager coming to your opponent? And obviously, you're going to have the first look at him, should I say. Yeah, we've read this script before as Watford fans, where uh, teams who are, are struggling in games, new manager comes in and they're able to miraculously pick up a result out of nothing. Um, Wednesday have come in and frustrated Watford at Vicarage Road at times. The famous one back in 2015 when, uh, was it Nui? Is that why I say it? Um, scored in the last minute. Well, I'm not going to slate you for any pronunciations with my... Uh, Nihui, 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 Nihui. Yeah. There's, there's all sorts. So, yeah. yeah I think um, he's affectionately called Big Dave uh, by <laughs> fans, but uh, I don't think he appreciated that. He did say in an interview <laughs> that he didn't like it. But, yeah, yeah um, his last-minute goal obviously stopped us winning the league in 2015, so uh, not the best memories of Sheffield Wednesday at home. But that's the worry, to be fair. I think in some ways the unexpected, when we don't know what to expect from teams, um, Watford struggle in that situation. Um I think it obviously it's going to be difficult to prepare this week. You can work out on a basic level what, what teams are going to do. I think I don't want to make predictions. I'm not a tactician, but you can assume that Sheffield Wednesday will try and play with a low block and try and hit us on the counter attack because um, I think we have the better players on paper. And I, I stress on paper that could yeah. potentially hurt you if we get space in behind. So I think we can imagine that Wednesday will sit with a low block, but like you say, it's, it's too difficult to really predict a style of play or anything that could happen. Um, a player I've always really admired. Um, I won't lie, I've only really watched the Wednesday games that have been on Sky this season, but I, I love Barry Bannon. I think he's a fantastic player. Um, and I'm sure Sheffield Wednesday fans really like him as well. So I suppose yeah. if I had to look, pick out a danger threat, um, if he starts, like, will he start the game, Trekken? I think, yeah, he's been training. He's, he's missed the last couple of games, I believe it is, and he has been pictured in training this week. So him and Windass, I think, missed, missed the last game. So, um, yeah. yeah, he should be in contention. But, yeah. Yeah, so, so I think I mean, Barry Bannon someone who, if, if he's on it, I think he's potentially a really strong midfielder in this division and at this level. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's a concern for me. But but like we said, we don't really know what to expect from, from Sheffield Wednesday, let alone from Watford, because performances this season and results have been so Jekyll and Hyde. We have yeah. 
that 4-0 win against QPR where we looked unstoppable um, and Watford fans were probably turned around on day one and said we're going to win the league with ease. And then we have games like um, like Blackburn at home or, or against uh, Middlesbrough at home where we just look really blunt and really poor. So no idea what to expect from either team and I think that could make for a really good game of football for the neutral. Yeah, I think um, the way that I've done a, a little bit of, of not digging, but a reading up of, of Danny uh, Roll, Roll, however, the new manager, I think I can't get that one wrong, <laughs> the new manager assistant, obviously this is his first gig as a manager, um, really obviously don't know what to expect, but what, what, we, what we have read or what I have read is that he likes to play a pressing game, high press, which is, is, is quite... Um, not worrying to, to hear, but it's a, it's a different way of thinking for Sheffield Wednesday because I don't think we've got the players to be able to implement that at the moment and especially in the, the short space of time he's been. So obviously he's only been, he was announced last Friday. So it's going to be just over a week that he's been with the club. I think he started training on the Monday. So it, it, it's not going to be the final product for us for, with, with how he wants to play. It's going to be a bit of a transition. So, I'm not expecting to see any massive difference, but hopefully in performances rather than tactically. So I, I can't. It it is. It's one of them. I'm, I'm talking. I've said this. We're talking to you, and we just don't know. Um, it's it just no. I just know that we and like yourself, Sam, no doubt need to improve pretty quick. Um, I mean, you, you said you had the, the great win against QPR, and they're down there as well. So they're they're in the bottom three. So that that good win for you, we we haven't had even that good win. We yeah. we haven't even had a crap win. We haven't had a win. Here we go. I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> Which after eleven games, it is pretty worrying. But obviously, the chairman, the owners, made his decision and, and brought someone in. And um, what what's the We'll talk about some of your, obviously, this is a stupid question that people listening, but obviously your new signings in the summer, obviously looking where you are, aren't performing or are they? Is there, is there glimpses of shining lights? Um, because like I said, we, we signed 13 players and out of them 13, you could probably say two stroke three have actually had half decent games. Yeah, it, it, it's a really difficult one. Again, we didn't bring too many players in this summer and we let a lot go. About 20 players left and we brought in about five or six. Um, so it's a huge squad turnover and I think there is still that settling in period. Um, the striker Militarevich came in and on his debut against Coventry scored two. And I mean, he wasn't, he didn't have too much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Involvement other than putting two in the back of the net, but that's what you want from your striker ultimately. 
um, before scoring again against Birmingham in the last minute, where we scored two in the 90th minute to win the game. Um, but since then, he's looked really, he's pretty much done nothing in games and looks pretty non-existent um, and, and has struggled, I think, at this level, it seems, particularly with the physicality. Reese Healy's hardly featured. Jamal Lewis has come in over the last three or four games. And to be honest with you, I don't think he's looked too good. Um, Jake Livermore actually came in against Cardiff and actually had a really good game, I thought. And I think he'll probably keep his place in the side. But other than that, with the new signings, not not many of them have, have really come in and made an impact. I can remember off the top of my head. I feel like I might be missing someone completely obvious here. Um, but yeah, it, it's a season of transition. And I think it's a case that Watford are going to have to stay in the championship this year. It's mental. I feel like it's mental saying that as a Watford fan. It's almost like we're back to square one. But just hopefully have a platform to build on going into next season. But you, you have done something in the last few weeks that you, you can't say you've done very often in the last few years. You've actually extended a manager's contract, I believe. Yeah. Now, obviously, the, the joke of Watford being <laughs> for the last few seasons, it has been a very much like merry-go-round of revolving door of managers. So, but it was pretty surprising to see that, that they've extended his contract. Is that just for after the new, uh, after this season? Or is it to this season? Is it just because obviously where you are and, and it's not yeah. something that you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. famous for? <laughs> I know, I know. I think it, it's nothing too drastic. I think it's literally adding on a year or so, to be honest with you. But I think it's particularly with the departure now of the technical director, it's giving uh, Valerian Ishmael a bigger remit in terms of recruitment and what goes on day to day at the football club. I think he still wouldn't try. If results don't pick up, he will get sacked still. Uh, I don't think that, that changes. I just think the contract clauses change with, with what his actual role is at the football club. I think he's more of a manager now than the head coach, to be honest, um, along with the likes of director Cristiano Giretta, the owner Gino Pozzo and chairman Scott Duxbury. So, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's more of a change of terms rather than, I think, a reward for, for results because they haven't been good enough and it still wouldn't shock me if he lost his job if, if results don't pick up. There's another international break in November and I think that might be an interesting time. Yeah, I think um, obviously you've got the we sorry we as Sheffield Wednesday fans obviously we've got the owner, the chairman, and then very little below him, and it's yeah. something that in the in the, especially in this international break with um, the introduction of a, a foreign manager is obviously they work very different, and he's worked under obviously at Bayern Munich, the German national team, and RB Leipzig, so he's he's probably been used to technical directors, directors of football. Um, and it's something with our COO who's just left. It's it's wondering Wednesday fans have gone as the owner actually after eight years come to it and thought actually I don't know how to run a football club. I'm going to get people in to help the on field and off field um, thing. So I, I don't think so. It, I, it just we need we need that structure uh, at the club and. I, I, I do feel sorry for any manager that comes in. Obviously Cisco. It started, like I mentioned earlier, it started off well on the wrong foot with the press conference. He was always yeah. fighting uphill battle. Um, yeah, I did, I did feel though, sorry, I know we said we're not going to bring in talk about Cisco again. I no. did feel though that um, he was fighting an uphill battle from minute one, like I said, with that press conference. Obviously, the, the backdrop of Darren Moore and the way that he left mm -hmm. as well. Um, I don't think he was um, helped by that, to be honest with you. I think everyone was up, I think he was up against it from minute one. And I think that's another reason why. A lot of what fans feel really sorry for him because yeah. I don't. If he if he knew what he was getting himself into, I doubt he would have taken the job. To be honest. Well, yeah, I I think 
I think Danny Rule, he's, he's, he was into apparently was interviewed in the summer with Cisco. Uh, obviously, missed out initially with a job. So I think he he's probably stuck, took a step back, had a look at the circus, which it is. It is a circus that's going on at Sheffield Wednesday at the minute. And hopefully he's better prepared. He has come across really well in his in the um, opening press conference that he's done with the local press and everyone and on the YouTube videos that the club have put out. Um, and I think as well, I think a lot of fans, because of how bad we've had it, how good we had it like in the summer. Then we had obviously the massive down of obviously Darren Moore leaving, the appointment of Cisco and the, the actual just decline in, in football. Um, so I think now we've brought someone in, he's, he's coming in, uh, he's brought in one backroom staff at the minute, but there's going to be added some more. Um, he's already got some staff there from previous regime that, that are club coaches, should we call them, rather than like a managerial team of coaches. Um, and hopefully, yeah, we, we, we come to Vickery Road. I mean, Barry Bannon's back. Um, we've got... Um, Momo Diaby, who's a signing in the summer, he played half an hour and then got injured and he's going to be out till Christmas. So he's he's an injury doubt for us. But we, we're basically fully fit, which looking at the table, you're thinking, oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter because the way we, we are. but and, and we have been very toothless up front. Very. I mean, we've got Lee Gregory, who's 35. I think Michael Smith just third, turned 32. Ashley Fletcher... It doesn't matter if he keeps running and running and kicking. He's never going to get you a goal. Yeah, Apologies, actually. I, I know you don't listen, but... Is he is he on loan from us or did we sell him to you? I don't even know. He played about one game. He's on loan from Middlesbrough, is he? Oh, from Middlesbrough. Oh, we sold him. So many players coming in and out. I'm sure, I'm sure it's... I, I'm, I may be wrong. Where, wherever he's from, I think he... Honestly, and this, I think he may go back in, in January. He's, mm. on a, he's on a year loan, but... Uh, you've just seen nothing of him at the minute, um, and that's yeah, that's the Sheffield on Wednesday. Watford, yeah. on oh, he's from Watford, from yeah. yourselves, so he won't yeah. be playing anyway. Yeah, correct. Oh, that's um, good news. Oh, oh listen, I, I, I'm happy now. Well, that's we're going to win three 0 I mean, that's literally like his fourth loan or something since joining us yeah. two years ago. He played like one game. Oh, right. played... <laughs> well, apologies to Ashley Fletcher and, and everyone, but now uh, we are struggling. Really, are up front. Um, We've got we've got one um, space left in our squad um, with the registration. So it's um, Marvin Johnson, who was a player last season, did really well for us. I know it was League One, but he was he's been frozen out by the previous manager. So he's he may be able to come back if he gets registered. Obviously not in time for Saturday, but uh, in the future, um, it's it's going to be a good. What what. What's happening down at Watford? Just give me us an insight. Us Wednesday fans are travelling. I'm going to go myself. I ain't been to Vicky's Road before. What am I? What am I uh, going to be treated to? Ooh, well, you're getting, to, <laughs> you're getting to Watford Junction if you're getting the train, um, and that's pretty much bang in the city centre. You go in. I think the away pub is a Spoons Moon Under the Water, um, which is around quite a few good restaurants. It's opposite the. Uh, the Atria as well used to be called the Harlequin, which is a huge shopping centre as well. Um, loads of places just to go look around. There's a mini golf place there and, and loads wow. of places to eat good food as well. From there, it's about a five, ten minute walk down to the stadium as well, um, oh, where I'll just give a heads up in the away and they don't serve alcohol at Vicarage Road. Um, so if you want, if you wow. want to... Uh, 
if you don't want to go to the game slow, but you have to sort yourself out beforehand. Um, right, Sam, that's going to be the opening line when I tweet this out because that will be it needs to be the headline because uh, I, I'm I'm going to be driving, so I'm going to be a good boy. But I, I know that a lot of people the day out is the day out for them. So yeah. if the Spoons is a, an away pub, then I'm sure they'll be getting quite a few visitors. But yeah. But no, it's a good job you said that because uh, is that being is that a thing that's happened a while or is it because I've not been before to, to it. it's my first visit I'm looking forward to it yeah I, I want to say it's been the last four or five years but it might have been longer to be honest with you um, I think it's I mean to be fair I quite I don't want to say I quite like it because I, I do like a, a beer on an, on a oh, on a particularly yeah. an away game but I think I, I'm I'm quite big on football phasing out. Um, alcohol in stands and I mean not in stands in stadiums um specifically and gambling sponsors as well we won't get into that now obviously but I do quite like it um off the pitch what I think still excel themselves in terms of priding themselves on being the original family club um but I think uh I think on the pitch it's just a shambles to be honest (laughs) well um a lot of people listening to this will probably agree with me. They don't usually on when I do these podcasts, mate, really. But um, I think on the pitch for Sheffield Wednesday, it's been a shambles. Off the pitch, it's a shambles. And even in the stadium, it's a... I, I love it. I love the old girl. The Hillsborough, it's it's a proper old school stadium, but it needs a bit of TLC. Um, it does. And some of the offerings and things that... I, and to be honest, I, I can't... Oh, yeah, it's not anything. The thing is, for away away fans as well, that we we don't have any away pubs. They're in the uh, city centre, so it's quite a distance for away fans to have a drink. So it's not like you say you go into the train station um, in Sheffield, get the train station. You have to either get the tram into Hillsborough or a taxi, or you can walk, but it's a fair distance. Um, so it's not it's not conducive to for away fans really, um, but. It's good to hear that we're all you can only be five or ten minutes away if you're going on the train, everyone listening. Um, but obviously, just make sure you're um hydrated before the walk to the stadium. Should we call it that? Definitely, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's about 15 minute walk over. I'd say from if you're going straight from the station to the stadium, it's about a 15 minute walk. Um, brilliant. you pretty much have to go past the away pub, anyways. You have to go into town first. Brilliant. Well, everyone listening, they are the uh, the weather swims, get yourself to there and have a, a one pound 99 pint of I don't know. Feakstons or something. I don't know what they sell. Um, but right, Sam, I'm going to uh, we're going to start wrapping up there because I know you're a busy guy. I know. So uh, I'm going to um, I'm going to ask you what your predictions are. And this is obviously oh, this is just a shot in the dark. You're throwing a dart in the dark to the dartboard because we don't know. We just don't know. Um, I would imagine you would have been confident if it was Cisco still in charge, um, even where you are. But um, we got a new guy, so a new manager bounce. Um, a bit of a bit of a um, overview from yourself. What do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be a really scrappy game of football. Like I say, I think I think Wednesday will probably try and hit Watford on the counter attack. Um, Watford, I think, have struggled to create in games with teams with a low block, like we saw against Birmingham. We didn't score until the last minute. I do think we will win it, but I think Wednesday fans will also come out encouraged by the performance. I think one 0 Watford. One nil Watford, right? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I am actually gonna go for one nil Wednesday. I'm, pre- I've been saying, I think I've said Wednesday to win on every game because I'm, a, <laughs> I'm pretty positive and I want the club to. But I do, I do 
like the new manager bounce. I like what people think it is. I like the whole aura about it. It's just one of those football cliches that that will always be there, obviously. So I'm I'm going to go with that. And I do think I, I agree with you. I, I think we, whether we win, lose, or draw, I think a bit of a, a glimpse into how the new manager wants to play, and a little bit of attacking impotence, just a little bit more than the one shot on target we've had in games and and two shots, you know, just offering nothing. So uh, I'm going to go for a, a scrappy one nil off somebody's bum. I don't know, Gregory. <laughs> Um, something like that, uh, and just uh, yeah, just a uh, some points on the because, like I say, 11 games it's not a six pointer, but it could could quite turn into one, uh, on the return leg at Hillsborough. So, Sam, it's been a pleasure having you on again. I mean, you. uh, you're getting quite regular, so no <laughs> doubt we'll uh, might talk to you on the home leg if you're, yeah, if you're of not, course, not busy. But thank you for joining us. Um, thank you, mate. Appreciate that. Hope you have a good day on Saturday, but obviously. <laughs> not that good a day um, thank you yeah when, yeah Wednesday fans anyone listening obviously you've heard Sam's uh, thoughts on Sheffield Wednesday and Watford and the lack of beer in the away end so that's that's going to be the heading of this podcast I'm sorry um, <laughs> uh, just a, it's a public service announcement that's what we're good doing but thank you very much for joining us everyone uh, see you on Saturday at Vicarage Road thank you very much it's the 90th minute You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.